Hi everyone, I'm Rita Garwood. I'm Editor-in-Chief of Monitor. And today I am here with Will Perry. Will is Executive Vice President and Group Head of Regions Equipment Finance Corporation. Will, I'm so excited to talk with you today. Thank you, Rita. I am as well. Good morning. Good morning. So the thing we're going to be talking about today is leadership development. So in your opinion, why is leadership development in equipment finance so important right now? Um, I, I would tell you that it's on a number of facets, it's important just to de develop individuals, people as leaders um, is, is very important uh, to help them you know, be better mothers, fathers as they go home and through the community and just happening to be in equipment finance, that's the opportunity that we have to do so. And um, unique perhaps to the equipment finance uh, sector is, you know, maybe more of an experienced leadership um, that is soon to, to, to retire and, and uh, maybe step down from some of their responsibilities. So I think it's key right now that we focus on developing uh, the new personnel that come up within, within our, our sector. Yeah, it's definitely important. So mm -hmm. as you mentioned, a lot of you know, senior leaders in the industry are retiring. Do you think that the industry as a whole has adequately developed both current and future leaders? I think so. I think we're doing a great job. I really do. Um, as we go to different conferences and we work with other peer institutions, I see a lot of great talent out there. So um, I'm very encouraged. Yes. That's great. Mm -hmm. So many large public companies have their own successful leadership development programs that provide more generic training across functions and business lines. In your opinion, how could industry specific training curriculum differ or and or be complementary to those programs? Um, yeah, there are institutions, you know, past life, we had a very robust uh, training program at GE, which was, which was good. They helped us just basic leadership skills as well as presentation, oratory skills as well. Um, and then you're gonna need to get into some more of the finite, you know, more granular uh, sector industry types of, of skills as well. And so that's where I think that we could do a good job on how do we add value to our clients? Um, how do we bring about uh, leadership within these groups, whether it be a group of 10 uh, or a group of you know, 80 plus like we have here uh, in order to train them up and so that they can add value uh, to, you know, our clients, to, you know, corporate America, uh, and then also uh, add value to the internal bank members as well. So how about you? You you mentioned GE's leadership program, which I hear a lot about from leaders in our industry. So many people have gone through that. How have you been inspired and transformed through your own leadership development journey? It's It's been great. It's been um, invaluable uh, to spend time in the room on, on multiple days, with senior leadership uh, of, of not only Regions Bank, uh, but Past Life um, as well, to watch uh, the way that they lead, um, you know, shown by example. So I think that's absolutely critical. The more exposure you can get to some of your senior leadership, the better off that you'll be. And we certainly had that opportunity, Past Life, and then, you know, Regions has done a really good job of continuing to do that here as well. So it's been, it's been a, a, a really good compliment to, not only my own leadership, but how do I lead and how do I educate others through the process? What were some things that you've learned from that experience? What are some things you learned about your own leadership? Let's see, my own leadership learnings um, have been to listen first, which is a good thing, 
um, and to take into account other people's perceptions um, first, right? Empathy is a big uh, quality that I think good leaders, leaders need to have. I'm, I'm more of a servant leader. Um, I believe the more that we can empower individuals, um, challenge them, um, allow them to surmount obstacles and challenges that they don't feel that they can do uh, or they can't achieve and to help them through that process only builds you know, them personally and professionally. So, yeah, so I, I, you know, from, from my standpoint, the older that I get and the more mature I become in my role, uh, the more that I see is sometimes more of the more intrinsic uh, qualities, Rita, that, that are the most impactful, which is you know, personally self-developing, but allows them to be better leaders in their own role. That makes a lot of sense. So on a scale of one to 10, how impactful has your formal leadership development training been on who you are today, both professionally and personally? How impactful? I would say as a seven or an eight, right? You're always going to have your natural qualities, um, but the way that you can complement those and focus on your strengths and maybe lean into your strengths even more so uh, is, is where I've typically focused. So um, I would say a seven or eight. Um, and then just again, being with those individuals on a day-to-day -day basis, watching how they conduct themselves has also been very impactful. Definitely. So what do you see as the connection between a leadership development program and preparing the best and brightest? I think it can be helpful to some degree um, in, if we're gonna talk about equipment finance specifically, um, some, some, some of the, the more uh, resonant acumen that we have within equipment finance can be very helpful. Um, understanding the balance between risk and reward, um, understanding how do we communicate, uh, sometimes uh, redirect individuals. Uh, everybody's out there trying to generate and to be successful, um, but are we co properly communicating the right definition of success? Um, does that, uh, are we on the same page there? So communication is gonna be key. Uh, make sure that everybody has their <clears throat> focus on what I call term the lighthouse everybody needs to be focused on the lighthouse. And as we go through our day to day uh, and week to week and month to month and year to year, uh, we're constantly gonna be bombarded uh, with different things that take our focus off the lighthouse. So com consistently communicating what the lighthouse is, what we stand for, the quality of product that we put out, I think is key um, because again, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna get focused, things are gonna happen and your focus is gonna go elsewhere, so. You mentioned achieving the right kind of success. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? What does the right sort of success look like? The right sort of success for me in developing leaders is developing the individual, allowing them to come, you know, to leave the office um, uh, uh, feeling enriched, feeling um, challenged, um, allowing them to go home to take some of the principles that they learned to help them be a better mother, a better father, you know, better in their community, better in their church life, um, and naturally that. The skills that we're trying to, to teach and to help uh, our young leaders come up with, I'm hopeful and, and know so, they're, they're able to use them outside in their community outside of work as well. That's fantastic that they can use it all around. Mm -hmm. So why did you agree to be part of the Stripes Leadership Panel? It's entitled In the Lead, Wisdom and Practical Advice for Extraordinary Leadership. I've always had a great passion for education. 
really have. Uh, maybe that was because of just the uh, insurmountable amount that GE pushed on you back in the day, uh, but it, it really is. Um, so I think with education um, that, you know, we can operate smarter, more efficiently. Uh, and so I'm really excited about the Stripes program. You know, you and I have spoken historically, uh, you know, how excited and, and what, what a big gap I think it's going to fill, especially in our sector here in the equipment finance sector. Uh, but not only that, to, to what I mentioned before, just outside of the business world as well. That's great. So you kind of touched on this already, but how important are the qualities of authenticity, empathy, and vulnerability in leadership? And is it possible for a leadership program to develop those qualities in rising talent? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like that one the best. Um, I try to personally be very transparent, um, sometimes to a fault, but that's, that's my style. Um, the authenticity the authenticity aspect of it, the empathy and the vulnerability allows you to be approachable. Um, we have to understand what our individual uh, employees and our young leaders are going through, where they're struggling. Um, and you know, for us to have an empathetic mind and empathetic ear is only gonna allow us to help get them up the curve earlier. Um, you know, there's a great leadership development, uh, I guess podcast maybe with Simon Sinek, um, out there, and he does a great job speaking solely on empathy. Um, and so that's, that's a really good one as well. I'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. So what possibilities do you see for the equipment finance industry with stronger leadership? Um, yeah, let me answer that. There was a second part to that question, which was, uh, do you think that we can develop these qualities in rising talent? Um, I absolutely do. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, we can be too focused on the result and not the process. And so I think the process, develop, developing them how to navigate these situations through a process will allow them to, to overlay that same process on other challenges that they have. So yeah, I, I, do, I do absolutely think that it is, it is a teachable and coachable aspect that you can do. That's great. So it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be an innate thing. It can be developed. I, I believe so. So the last question I had for you, what possibilities do you see for the equipment finance industry with stronger leadership? Um, I think the equipment finance industry can be uh, maybe more vocal. I see, I see an opportunity for us to do that, not only you know, as a, you know, a trillion dollar industry, but also up in Washington uh, as well. Um, working with the PAC, of which you know I had an opportunity, the great opportunity to do last year, um, and to raise funds and to be leaders, uh, to speak in Washington, to have a voice in Washington, um, and then also to have a voice with some of the other governing bodies, you know, the regulatory bodies and areas like that. So I think we need to have a strong leadership base and foundation in order to continue to along with the great work that we've already done. That's great. That would be great for the industry. So any final thoughts? Uh, no, I'm just really super excited about the Stripes uh, program. Um, I think it's gonna fill a great gap, uh, not only for those that are already in leadership positions, but those that are coming up into leadership positions. So looking forward to, uh, to learning more about it and, and, and hopefully participating in it in the future. So thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciated having this conversation with you today. Yeah, me too.